0: Back to the Gist with Joy podcast. Um, so, today I'm here with my pastor. <laughs> Let me tell you guys, I've not known this man for a very long time. Okay. However, I think I'm going to beg his friendship. I'm going to okay. beg him to be my friend and I'm not leaving his life for the rest of my life.
1: If you give me the Reese's pieces, I'm, gonna...
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you guys now, I'm not even being dramatic. However, when I first saw you preach preach at church so we go to lighthouse church please calm down it's really cool it's a vibe there in Manchester um I was really touched and I'm not being I'm not like I'm not saying it to make you feel better or anything but you know them pastors where it's just kind of like even if I feel like an atheist was listening to it Mm -hmm. I feel like they did feel connected Mm. that's how I felt about your preaching something that's not for something that I'm like I, like i actually get it and i feel sure. i felt like you were speaking to me i felt like no matter what you're going through in life you feel like you can actually relate yeah. and you can understand yeah. and i feel like like obviously i don't want to generalize christians or whatever yeah. or preaching but i feel like not a lot of pastors can do that sure and you, honestly you're gifted oh thank you and it's just yeah no honestly guys and he's so cool <laughs> it's so cool too i don't know i don't know i don't know but anyway I found my new friend. There um <laughs> Everyone say hi to Pastor Jesse. Let me just say Jesse because Shut I'm asked, I'm acting like he's some uncle, guys. If you see him, <laughs> I just found out his age as well. And me, I'm like busted I'm really shocked. I'm literally I'm so confused. But um, please say hi and introduce yourself.
1: Yes. Yeah, hi. Yes, my name's Jesse. As Joy was saying, I'm, uh, one of the pastors at the Lighthouse. Um, so yeah, it's a privilege to be here. So thank you for no, having thank me. Thank you so much yeah. for coming
0: on. If you know how long I've been trying to get this man on this show, honestly, <laughs> we're privileged. Um, but one of my questions that I'm going to ask you yeah. before we get into the nitty gritty sure. is: if you weren't a pastor, yeah, what would you? What would? What Great would you do? Great
1: question. I actually studied um, accounting and finance at, at MMU, so I either would have done that or. Um, I am I love doing, like, like planning events. So I might have been an events manager. Mm, so I've been mm. one of those two.
0: I can see it, you know. Yeah. I can see it. Yeah. Maybe it's the glasses, but you look <laughs> smart. But then also as well with events, you just look like them, pro- you know those promoters that just walk into a room yeah. and like, yeah, 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 I've got it. I've got you, yeah. I've got you. I yeah. feel like you look like that. i would be
1: one of the two, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, I can see it. I can definitely see it. And there's money in boats.
1: There we go. There there's go.
0: money in boats. More bolts. money for Accountant shoes. Accounting and There's so yeah, money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said more money for shoes. <laughs> Guys, we were chatting before. And I tell you, this man oh god oh i can't i don't think i can't can i say it you can say it yeah <sighs> guys this pastor has spent one thousand pounds on a pair of trainers one thousand pounds on a pair of trainers however disclaimer he reset he resold it for two tk did. I did, so yeah. he got his money back yeah. however um hannah hello <laughs> wife if you're listening to this please tell your husband she he
1: knows I, we don't i don't keep a secret she knows yeah she knows
0: he needs to stop he's spending so much money um but shout out to hannah his yes. wife his lovely yeah. wife um she's really lovely so shout out to everybody there um so today we're going to talk about um what now Yeah. so you know when you're in the period of um limbo you know when you start the year yeah and you have this um you know a New Year's resolution, like yeah. what you preached about. You you said you wanted to um write your resolution after twenty one days of fasting at yeah. the year, which yeah. I thought that's actually a pretty good idea. Maybe that's something that I might do next year yeah. instead of writing a you know this is what I want to achieve at the start of the year. Yeah. Maybe write it after you've prayed and fasted for maybe twenty one days or seven days. Yeah, because then you're you're a bit more like settled spiritually. Sure. Such a good idea. Yeah, but um. You know, when you start the year and you've got a lot of vim, you've got a lot of drive, got a lot of energy, and then afterwards, things start settling down, (laughs) that New Year's spirit starts, you know, rubbing off a little bit, and then it's kind of like what you're expecting from God or what you're expecting from the universe doesn't happen. How do you, you know, keep that motivation going? Like, what do you do in the waiting period? Maybe for those who are, you know, maybe expecting marriage or waiting for their partners or maybe waiting to get a job or waiting to, you know get um into university or something yeah. how do you keep that faith and how do you sure. keep that drive going
1: yeah yeah well that's why I said in the preacher to do it after the prayer and fasting I think for goals vision for your life it is important to connect it to God mm-hmm. so um I, I say this line that um God only pays for the bills for the stuff he orders so our problem is we're Buzz. we're trying to we're trying to put things in place and yeah. God is like I didn't order that for you and now you're mad at me that I'm not paying it but I didn't order it mm-hmm. So I think it's really important to make sure you've aligned your life and what you want in God's will for your life. Wow. So that to me is really important. Um, but what I would say is even if you're, let's say you're like, hey, it's not, it's not a bad thing. I want to get married or I want to um, get a job or like you say, you want to finish a degree, whatever it is. Um, I think it's really important to connect your goals, not to the outcome, but to the process God's called you to. So I think that the, the danger for us, especially as Christians is, you think, um, uh, I want that job, and when you don't get the job, you're like, right, God doesn't have a plan for me, I'm quitting. But God can sometimes do things in your life through the process, and we're so, and it's not a bad thing, we're so results-oriented, aren't we, mm-hmm. in this world mm-hmm. we live in. yeah. It's, it's, so I would say, make sure you connect your goals to the vision. Um, and the process more than the results mm-hmm. so i tell people in our church all the time i'm more bothered about the process that produces the result than the result itself because if i get the result without the process it's a one-time thing it's a yeah, luck. it's a you fluke didn't
0: experience or learn anything yeah
1: so yeah. those are kind of things i would say and, and just to encourage people if they are listening i also think a lot of times with our goals well, we treat them as they're they're finite in the sense of if we don't hit it right away we quit I think that's why sometimes we also don't get it because we don't push through the waiting period, and we think we we forget we we forget that God's times on our time. So it's like if it doesn't happen in a year, well, I guess that God didn't happen for me. But it could be that it might be two months mu- or two years. It could be eighteen months. So just because it didn't happen in your time, I encourage you to keep pushing through, keep being focused, um, and don't give up. So yeah,
0: that's so good. And speaking of God's time, like there's been times where um there was maybe like an acting job or something that I wanted and I didn't get it and uh, i was so upset but then like maybe say two months time after that another job comes through that's so much better that's so much like oh yeah. my this this is so like this is me yeah and i'm so happy but god's timing really is the best so yeah because yeah. I, I guess we, we are still kids in god's eyes of course yeah we always want something yeah then and then yeah but then speaking of when we don't get yeah. what we want how do we deal with that rejection and yeah. not like blame God, because I'm sorry, I've had a moment where I felt, you know when you feel like you're in a movie, I feel like I've had that movie moment, you know when you don't get something and I was sat in the car,
1: yeah.
0: I went to get KFC, and I sat in the driveway. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it's not funny, at the, it's funny now, but at the time it wasn't funny. I was crying. And I, you know when, you, you, know when you, you cry so much, you can't even eat? Like yeah. I wasn't even hungry, I didn't want the KFC no more. <laughs> it was just sat on the side, and I was like, God, why? Uh,
1: yeah. God,
0: why? And I feel like people, people are probably driving past me thinking, is yeah. she all right? <laughs> because my, my screen, my car's not, um, what's it called? Um,
1: it's not blacked it's out. It's not blacked out.
0: So yeah. it was like proper, like, I was like, God, yeah. I was shouting. I was just thinking, what, like, what's going on? Yeah. So how do we deal with it Yeah. when we feel rejected or when yeah. we feel like, yeah. I genuinely felt like this sure. is going to be the time, yeah. but then it's not. Yeah.
1: And which is a great question, and a fair question. Um, what I would encourage people, and I know this is easier said than done, but mm-hmm. I encourage people to change your perspective. So mm-hmm. the Bible says he's a good father. And so that means he has plans to prosper us, not to hurt us, but to give us a future and a hope. So I tell this story. Um, when I was younger, my mom, we would walk through the park, and I was a bit of a rowdy kid. I like to run around. I love sports. So um, she she would let me run around, but we'd get ready to cross the road. And whenever we'd cross the road, she'd hold my hand. Mm. And um, it, it, she would hold it really, really tight. And in the moment, I'd be thinking, "Why is my mom trying to punish me? This really hurts." And I'd be looking at her. And the harder I'd pull away from her, mm-hmm. the harder she'd hold my hand and grip me. And I'm looking at my mom, thinking, "Man, she's trying to hurt me. Um, she's trying to she's trying to punish me." The older I got, I realized if she had let me go and I crossed that road, a car would have killed me. Mm-hmm. So now I realized my mom wasn't trying to punish me. She was trying to protect me. And I think we have to understand sometimes God doesn't allow us to walk into things not because he's trying to punish us, Mm -hmm. but he's protecting us. He realized there's things down the road that Mm -hmm. if we were to walk into it, it would kill us. Maybe we're not ready for it or maybe it's just not the right opportunity. Mm -hmm. So again, what I encourage you is in those moments that that you don't get that job you don't get that relationship or things don't work out is Mm -hmm. that's the most important time to go in and to pray Mm -hmm. now again it's not wrong to feel upset right i've had moments where i'm i'm literally kind of like you but yelling at god ranting and being (laughs) like how could you not or how could you and i think in some sometimes in the church we paint it like no you can't talk to god like that he's Mm -hmm. the almighty god but no you can you can bring however your hurts your pain you can bring it but rather than blame him Say, okay, God, I, do, I don't understand it, but I choose to trust you. Mm. Um, it's, it's a simple thing, but also a hard thing as well. But when you do that, something just switched, and God said, okay, let me show you. I wasn't trying to punish you, I'm trying to protect you. So Can yeah. I just
0: say, you're dropping so much gems? Like, I'm thinking, oh, this would be a good Instagram <laughs> caption. Oh, you use your TED Talk. You've got so many, so many lessons there. Yeah. Thank you very no much. No worries, no worries. And then, and how, in, you know, what, what you just said about, you know, there's time to obviously cry and there's time to yeah. um, talk to God about it um yeah. doing that feeling of rejection. But then how do you get yourself out of that rot when you feel like you're in limbo? Mm. Because obviously you've been a Christian for yeah. how long now?
1: oh wow well i i was brought up in a christian home Mm -hmm. so i'm 30 so for 30 years but i gave my life to christ when i remember around 11 so Mm -hmm. let's say 20 19 years wow yeah
0: yeah so you like if someone that wasn't a christian yeah how would you advise them to you know go about that like building a relationship with god especially when they feel like okay i'm trying to trust this thing that you guys say that yeah he's the alpha and omega yeah however I asked for this particular thing and I yeah, haven't got it. Sure. So what's, why should I trust?
1: Yeah. 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 I, I would say, again, it is about changing perspective in the sense of you are, if you don't get that job and you get upset and you're saying, okay, well, I can't trust in God or whatever. That tells me you're treating um God like, um uh, I preach this message about a jack in a box. Okay. So I don't know if you know a jack in a box where, you know, you kind of twist it, twist, it, <laughs> twist it. So you'd be like praying, 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 and once it pops open, you get it, okay, good, and put God back back in the jack in the box. Mm-hmm. So some of us are like, God give us that good thing, God give us the thing, but it doesn't pop up right away. So you're like, right, God doesn't love me. Or we treat God like a genie in a bottle, right? Mm-hmm. Like, give me my three wishes. So we have to understand that God is not our genie, that whatever we request from him, he'll give it. So what I encourage people is get in the word of God. So, um, I can't remember exactly where it might be Isaiah fifty three, but it says, um, yeah, no, it's Isaiah fifty five, it says, um uh, the word of God doesn't return void. Whatever word he speaks accomplishes everything it set out to do. So what I ask, I wanted to come in line with what God is in like for my life, yeah. his words. Yeah. So again, if someone's new on this journey, I encourage them is read the Bible, mm-hmm. get into a community of believers so that yeah. we call that church. um um, and then, and then remember, change your perspective. God is not there to grant whatever wish you want. Mm-hmm. So, we, we've we been treated on just our concept of God is if I pray for a relationship, He'll give it to me. And again, that's not always true. He might not give it to you because it might kill you, you might not be ready for it. Or, um, he will give it to you but not the way you thought or expected and so we want to box god in so that he'll do everything we want in the Mm. way we expect Mm -hmm. um but god doesn't work like that so it is about changing your perspective understand who god is so read the bible because then you'll understand who god is when you read the bible
0: i feel a bit triggered i can't lie jesse no go say it yeah yeah i feel a bit triggered because um i've been a christian as long as i can remember but then i gave my life to christ uh my third year of uni and i can say that i'm a christian because i am a christian not because i grew up a christian yeah but see that bible thing yeah yeah i've actually never read the whole bible
1: right okay i always
0: start the plan on the bible app yeah and i'm just so inconsistent yeah like how do you because when i start i'm like oh my days like i just finished reading the book of Job, and i'm just like this man is so dramatic You mean to tell me he was going through this and there's just so many like words and it's so poetic. Yeah. yeah. But then you wouldn't know if you don't read it. Of course. But even now I've fallen off again. Because yeah. I started out at the start of the year and I was sure. like, yes, I'm gonna do this, da, yeah. Da, da. Yeah. So how do you keep
1: consistent that, that consistency? Yeah. I think it's an understanding. So why are, we're not it's not um we're not reading the Bible like a cool novel or whatever that's Mm -hmm. nice to pick up every now and then this is this is our breath our life it's our everything to us so just like if I were to say um, do you want to eat like so we don't think about it we just do it right at least one meal and if we're foodies three four five whatever <laughs> so we don't even think about it, we're just eating so yeah. like the the bible um in, in Ezekiel 3 says eat this scroll and it's mm-hmm. he's talking about the bible and he says this is food for you eat the scroll mm-hmm. it's honey to your lips so like you're eating it cuz it's feeding you so i think it's understanding why we read the word yeah um i think it's also again being in that community of believers to help you keep you accountable um but I definitely would say just, um, it, even if it's just one chapter, right? Because I think, I don't know about you, but mm-hmm. the way I think sometimes, I w- I might set my plan. Right, I'm going to read, let's say it was 10 chapters a day. Yeah. And, oh, I missed it one day. Okay, I'll do it next week, next starting Monday. But like rather than having this all-in mindset, and if I don't do the all, I'm not going to do the in. Yeah. Think, okay, I missed it one day, but I'll just, even if I read one chapter, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So And create the space, something I've only recently done, but it's really helped starting, it was last October I don't watch TV throughout the week Monday to Friday
0: oh because
1: I realized it was so um consuming of my life mm. um, not just if someone's here not even a Christian listening it's not even just about being a Christian, it was. I'm not just doing any just productive things. Yeah. And when I come to my deathbed, what are you
0: addicted to?
1: Just any show. Like, and I, I it might be, I'm watching rewinds as well, not even new shows. Ah. I'm watching like The Office, for example. I don't know if okay. you know that. Or yeah. How I Met Your Mother or yeah. Big Bang Theory or whatever. Just the, the rom coms or sitcoms or whatever. <laughs> but when I come to my deathbed, I'm not going to be like, yes, I remember that movie I watched or that show I watched or whatever. That's true. Even if I'm not a Christian, I'll be thinking, "What did I live a productive life? Mm. Did I accomplish everything I wanted to?" Mm. Right. So I just like work. So I said to Hannah, "I was like, right, we're cutting out TV." She's like, "Okay, we're doing it." So, um, and I also there's a lot of things like I'll fast through the week, even social media. I won't go on it till at least two p.m. And I've been trying to come off at at uh, two p.m. and ten p.m. Because again, that I don't know about you, but if I go on Instagram, it's like a a a hole. I can go on Explorer and be like on it on it for. Hours. Like yes. Okay, TikTok. I'm okay, done. there we go. TikTok, done. yeah. TikTok. Snapchat, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah, YouTube. Now it's class social media. Right? I could be on that for hours. So I'd encourage people fast from that, right? Mm-hmm. Even fasting is not just, it is a biblical principle, but people who are not Christians apply the same principles and get the benefits. Mm. So I think sometimes it's not a bad thing, but we're so full from other things. Yeah. We don't have... The, even the a desire let alone space to want to eat the bible oh, nice. so what i would say is go on a fast from the these I other things, things to give the space to want to read the bible i'm gonna yeah.
0: try that you know because i think i spend a lot of time on tiktok yeah. i open it i'm not like, just gonna go on it quickly yeah. next thing you know three yeah. hours later yeah, yeah. and yeah. then what else there's this game that i okay that i have on my phone is it wordle yeah no it's no. not i've been on
1: wordle i've been on that it's been not been i feel like
0: i need to jump on that maybe yes, maybe that's not a good that. idea now that i've heard <laughs> yeah, your bit that, of motivation. yes yeah, yeah you might
1: be on that yeah.
0: <laughs> i've got this game i think it's pet rescue okay i'm on level yeah. ten thousand. wow so maybe <laughs> <laughs> maybe i need to cut that off maybe, maybe yeah because every yeah. day you go on it you get points and you get yes, a special okay. prize so, but it's
1: encouraging you it,
0: it to come back
1: but you know everything in this i r-
0: even pay for it
1: wow it's okay it's pretty bad it's, you know you know if you realize this world, it's not again, not just God, but it's everything. Everything is vying for our attention. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Even now it's like, Hey, come do this I love it, but come do this podcast, your attention. Today I had such a busy week. We're at church, devotions, playing for the weekend away, and I come home. I literally had thirty minutes at home, rush off mm. to my brother's birthday, mm. coming here. It's all give me your attention, give me your attention, give me your mm-hmm, attention. Mm-hmm. So we only have twenty four hours in the day. Mm. So we have to realize prior, what's your priority, right? Um, cool. And I would say purpose without priorities is pointless. So like, if you what, the hours you you spend on it, and where your money goes to. So that's how you know shoes might be a bit of my priority. But that's how you know <laughs> that's how you know your priorities. Yeah. You know how much time and how much <laughs> money you're spending towards that's those are your
0: priorities. Wow. So yeah. Wow. I'm picking up gems here, honestly. There's just so many captions that you're seeing, <laughs> but then there's so many that I feel triggered, but I also yeah, feel blessed at the picture, same time yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> listening to you because I'm like, there's so many things. Like you make it sound so simple and so easy. <laughs> yeah, I, really in reality, in to- yeah, reality, <laughs> it is a little
1: bit. Someone told me this, and I thought it was really good as well. And it's the same with the gym. So I'm mm. trying to. I try to go at least three, four times. So last week I went five times. I proud of myself because on the Saturday I did a double gym session. Wow. I went in the morning. Went in the evening. Um, but someone said this and it's, I believe this principle is the same. Definitely with God and reading the Bible, but it could be anything. It says okay. first something starts as discipline. So you have to force yourself again you the discipline. Then when you get past the discipline stage, it becomes into desire. So it was weird. I said to Hannah, I was like, after I went to the gym on Saturday, I was like, oh my goodness, that's five times this week. I can't wait to get wow. on Tuesday. Like I, I'm desiring it. And once you push past desire, it becomes yeah. delight. Like you delight in it. Wow. So I think for anything like definitely in the Bible, you mm-hmm. might have to start as a discipline, yeah, and you force yourself, but then soon you start, you realize, eventually, man, I'm desiring you, mm-hmm. and then you start to delight in it. Mm-hmm. I've had times, not become super spiritual or holy, but as I'm just going into it, I'm starting to crave to read the Word. Yeah. That's becoming, I'm desiring, I'm mm-hmm. delighting it. So, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Okay, we're going to put a pin on that. Yeah. We're going to put a pin on that for a minute. Yes. Okay. Thank you very much for that. But, um, so I was just saying that I felt triggered because, um, you're not only committed to God, but you're obviously committed to the gym. Trying, so there's trying. even yeah, yeah. more things that we where we're feeling inspired by and then we need to work to get better at by we I meant me. Yeah. <laughs> because me and the gym we're not yeah. we're not best friends yet. I'm not at this desire place. I'm right, not even okay. at the discipline not even yet. Discipline.
1: Okay. No, yeah, so yeah. I need
0: to I'm working to you're get disciplined. Yeah. So yeah. we'll see what happens. But then um I've got a question yep. from um somebody else to okay. ask you cuz I cool. knew that you were going to be here um so how did you get into becoming a pastor like when did you know sure. that this is my calling because yeah. obviously with your degree yes it's two yeah. completely different Of
1: course of course um i'm in a rare i was in a rare phase where i feel like when i was four i felt like i always knew i wanted to work in like be a pastor be in ministry so mm-hmm. we have clips my mom has it where i'm literally dressed in a suit as a four-year-old with a bible pretending to do a preach now the oh. outworking of that was a lot harder so i went to um college finished college and I was so I was attending the lighthouse with Pastor Paul, who's who's the lead pastor. Of the lighthouse uh-huh. didn't offer me a job, and I'm not a type of person who's gonna be like, hey, so you want me to? Have a, do you want me to employ me? Like that's just like I uh-huh. always say, God will open the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, well, what's the next step? And that's where I think for a lot of people they miss their purpose is because they focus on the eventual, cool. but they don't ask what's the next step, yeah, right? Yeah. And what I will say is what what God has for you now is preparing you for the next. So what I did in accounting and finance helped me so much even for the ministry because a lot about being structured, organized, putting things in place, that's really helpful to what I do now. So I went to uni because that was the next step. and as I was finishing in the final year, Pastor Paul, and at that time I was serving in church, I wasn't mm-hmm. getting paid. Mm-hmm. I was doing a lot of the stuff I'm doing now without getting paid as wow. well. And so a lot of people as well, they Paters. won't take, yeah, they won't take the opportunity because it's like you want the finished product now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. God's like, build the foundations and then you get the finished product. Mm-hmm. So um, I did all the stuff I was doing now. Pastor Paul realizing I was doing it said, hey, I see the, the call of God in your life. When you finish uni, do you want to come on board full time? Wow. And I was like, Praise Jesus, I don't have to be an accountant. And I was like, <laughs> Yes! <laughs> so uh, I took it. So that's how that's how I got into it. Yeah. yeah.
0: Wow. And yeah. can I ask? Maybe this is a bit of a stupid question, yeah, but yeah, yeah. do you know what? Sometimes I really love speaking to pastors because I feel like you guys have like a, a extension to God that we don't have. Okay. Like you know when like one of my, one of my pastors always says this, like, or when he goes shopping,
1: yeah. like
0: he'll when he picks up like a t shirt or something. Yeah. It can feel like the holy spirit, like not that one. And then when he moves like two reels down, he picks it up and like a better t-shirt is there, but on sale. It's like God, like you know, like having that hotline.
1: Sure, yeah.
0: But do you like you know like can you can you like see not not like see into the future? I feel like that's a bit silly, but like prophesy.
1: So yeah, I have done it before. Mm-hmm. I don't feel it's one of my giftings. So I do believe there are different gifts in the church, right? Mm-hmm. Gifts of prophecy, gifts of teaching, yeah. the fivefold ministry. Mm-hmm. So I had done that before, where I literally didn't know some situation. I said I feel God saying X, Y, and Z, yeah. and it came to pass. Um, but that's not one of my giftings. Mm-hmm. Um, I do believe my, one of my giftings is like leadership to mm. to preach, teaching,
0: definitely. Um,
1: what I would say, just because I know you said it, and I, I want, I want to telling
0: you anything about me. no No. <laughs>
1: I know I wanted to say I don't I actually don't believe that that pastors have a greater like hotline to God if you want to call that. Mm, I mm. honestly believe um um it's it's built through intimacy with Jesus. Mm. So I believe pastors are called to be the shepherds and lead people, but just because you're a, have the title of pastor doesn't mean you know Jesus more. Um, there be there are people in the underground churches in China and Iran mm. who put all of us in the West to shame for their pursuit of Jesus. Mm. So I think as long as you are, you don't have to be a pastor. You can get the same relationship. God mm-hmm. can speak to you. Yeah. For all we know, you could have the gift of prophecy. Oh, and, I don't know. But that comes through developing your your yeah. intimacy with Jesus. How right? do you know so,
0: your gift though?
1: So that's wow. That's a great question. So I think it starts with a manual, definitely. Yeah. So again, that's the Bible. The Bible. That's that's in two times with Jesus. Mm-hmm. I also think it, you take someone to come alongside you and say, I see in you. So for example, you know a guy named Byanda. So I can say this cause, here because I've said it to him. Yeah. <laughs> so he's got this... Um, uh, incredible gift. He he's always changing things. Okay, mm-hmm. so he's got an entrepreneurial spirit, very creative, always changing things. I mm-hmm. noticed in our in our one of our meeting rooms, every three months he's changing, changing, changing. And he used to get frustrated because he'd be like, "Man, I feel like I'm not like you. I'm not structured. I'm always changing things." And I said, "That's because you you're seeing it differently. I see it as a gift because it means you're never willing to settle. You always want to bring something new. Mm-hmm. So you got it." So I say that to say you need someone to come alongside and say, hey, Joy, you know what I really see in you? Mm -hmm. You've got X, Y, and Z, and this is the gift you have. Mm -hmm. Now, the outworking of that gift, that comes through experience, that comes through to actually working out into the Mm day-to-day things. Mm -hmm. So that's how I'd say it. But yes, and sometimes I also believe God will give you a gift of prophecy if you pray into it. Not for my own gift so I can be like, mm. right, I'm going to sell it now, right? <laughs> you know, like a fortune teller. But if you said, God, I really I really want the gift yeah. of prophecy. Now, I'm mm-hmm. not saying that will happen all the time. Mm-hmm. But God might be, you know, I'm going to give it because you're like, I want to bless the church or whatever. Mm. That can also happen too. But Yeah.
0: yeah. No, well, I, actually, I don't really know what gift I have, to be honest.
1: I, I'm a I firm, 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 firm believer. Yeah. If you gave me two sessions, I could find your gift. Really? I honestly believe that because I believe God gives. We know from the principles in the Bible, one, uh, two, and five talents. Yeah. Everyone has at least one gift. Mm. And some people don't see it. The problem is you don't see it as a gift. That's true. why, right? True, true, so again, it's true. about perception. But there's yeah. this one girl in our church. She had an incredible gift of hospitality. Mm-hmm. And she didn't think it was a gift. And I said it's a great gift because now saying this as a pastor, is remember weird. I have to really be like, okay, remind myself the church is about the people, about the people. I love the people. I love the people. And and I have to get ready. And when I go in, because I, I can be a, um, seclusive. In a, yeah. yeah. in the bubble just be about me. She doesn't, she's just like, hey, how are you doing? Like, and be like, mm-hmm. right. What can I get for you? I said, that's a gift. That's a gift to hospitality. You're serving people. Mm-hmm. That's an incredible gift that she thought it was. Uh, uh, natural to everyone else, but actually, it wasn't. Mm, mm. So, I bet if I spent time with you, if you give me two sessions, I could find your well, gift or at least I'll, help I'll, you. I'm begging your
0: friendship <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> so I'm not good anyway. There we go.
1: There you go. Okay, okay. I am not
0: good anyway at all, whatsoever. <laughs> okay. um, so, I'm going to ask um this question because it, yeah. it's outside of faith. Sure. but However, I love love. Yeah. And I think that you and your wife are the absolute cutest. Oh, thank you. So we're going to ask this from yep. a Christian perspective.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, how did you know that she was the one? Like, how yep. like did God tell you, like, sure. this is the person? Yeah. Because obviously when people are like, oh, my days love at first sight, or this is the person for me. But I don't believe in all of that because sure. I'm just like... First of all, they need to be your type, right? Yeah, you need course, to see sure. something in them that you're sure. like, oh, actually, um, they're tall enough, they're good looking enough, they look like they have money. I, I know I need to change. <laughs> oh. I know I need to change that right. about Let's me. Let's chat after this. <laughs> yeah. No, I know it's something I'm working on because sometimes I'm like, is he attractive or is he just tall? Yeah, that's a okay. question, right?
1: <laughs> is he attractive? Or tall? <laughs> Oh man But how did
0: you know Like that she was the one I wish she was here So we could ask her Oh
1: man Our story is very interesting I don't know how much time I had to But what I'll say on this is First of all I actually don't believe In the one mm -hmm. Because here's my problem With the thinking of the one You put so much concept On the one um, Even if you were to find the one Would they want to be with you Are you the one That matches them Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm What's really... type
0: want you? Oh, that's a question.
1: Yeah, so I'm, re- I'm really against the one in the sense because I think we put so much emphasis on this one person. They almost become like an idol, okay? Mm-hmm. What what I would say is, um, I believe God, if you allow him, will lead you to the person he's ordained for you. I really do believe God ordains marriages. God ordains things. So uh, the way me and Hannah met, uh-huh. I'll be honest with you, first start off it was like, yo, she's hot. I like her. She's cute. Let's go on a date.
0: I love that. And I
1: did. This is me, honest. Meet? In church. So actually, in we. Church. Yes, in People church. People come
0: to Lighthouse Church. You might meet your partner. And
1: I'll tell you what. The Lighthouse Church back then was a lot smaller. So I'd say Whoa. that the options have grown up. I've not
0: seen any options <laughs> faster, but you know. Okay.
1: <laughs> but okay, so but my point was, I just it looked for is she pretty all that and. Yeah. There was a time where literally, to cut it really short, yeah. I was about to propose, we spoke about it, six of us were going to New York, and God stopped me in my tracks and said, you have not asked me about this relationship.
0: So you were going to propose after six months?
1: No, 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 sorry, like, as in, we had been going out for three years, Yeah. and I was going to propose, mm-hmm. and I had spoke to her parents, spoke to the pastors, six of us were going to New York, we'd already booked the tickets, she knew I was going to propose, but she just didn't know exactly how. Mm-hmm. And God stopped me in my tracks and said, I literally, this is the dream I had. I'm, I'm in a dream. I'm eating. And I'm on my second oh. course, of course, right? Yeah. Um, that's why I need to go to the gym so much. But um, I'm eating. And you know, my second plate And God's, uh, the waiter says, can I have that plate? And I said, I'm sorry, I'm still eating. And the waiter says, no, but I need it. I look up and it's Jesus, whoever I think Jesus looks like. Mm-hmm. And he says, um, but uh, Jesse, I need that plate. And I said, oh, geez, but like, I'm still eating. He said, okay, fine. You can, you can eat that plate if you want, but I've got eight more courses for you that if you don't know how to give this up now, you won't ever experience the eight. And I woke up and I knew that it was God speaking about Hannah. And what he said to me was, you haven't allowed me to ordain this relationship. Mm. Now, here's my honest belief. We can pick whatever we want and it can be good. Even the greatest, smartest person will pick, let's say like an Elon Musk. He can pick great stuff. He's not a better picker than God. Mm. So we have a choice. So what my thing to say is... and and so is has god ordained the relationship Mm. right so what i'd say is it's not wrong i think hannah is the most beautiful in the world and i should do and hopefully the the person you meet you will think the same too but the most important you think is this person loves jesus with their heart Mm. so i would say again how again i didn't know the one it was but the thing was god led me to her that's how i know so we actually broke up i didn't propose we had a time and it's a long story but god brought us back together
0: so this is a movie
1: it literally what? well how my parents got together was crazy and I always said I had an inheritance of God ordaining their relationship. God was going to do the same for me. And so you broke We broke up when we you bro- thought you were
0: going to be engaged. Yeah,
1: we broke up. We
0: need to carry on.
1: Yeah, wow, it was really really difficult. Um we broke up and uh, people didn't agree with it. There's certain pastors that didn't agree with it. Still to this day don't agree with it, but again, I don't live my life for people. I live mm-hmm. for God. Um but I, I did it because I said what's more important is like it's it's God and I said we picked this. So um we broke up for it was a year and a half, two years, and there's a lot of things God did in my life that I will ne- I would have never experienced. I'm a hundred percent if I hadn't done done what I did. Mm. Um and 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 so anyways, we had the season and and basically to cut short story, how I knew basically I, um it was I was praying one day, it was two years, and God had been doing loads of things on me, and I just said God, I feel like you're releasing me this season of marriage, but I want to pray into it, yada, yada, pray, blah, blah, blah. And then I said, I said, God, I don't know if this is right, I don't know if it's hand, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. And I felt the Lord remind me of those eight courses that had, be, and he said, because you said no to getting engaged at the time, he reminded me of specifically eight things that happened that I know, there's no way to explain it now, because it'd be way too long, but I know would not have happened if I had called off the engagement. So he said, I'm releasing you of your season singles mm-hmm. That's a big thing I think Christians don't understand is we're so eager to get to the next season. Mm-hmm. Have you even learned what you need to learn in this mm-hmm. season? Because when you get to the next season, you don't have what you need from what you got before. Mm-hmm. The problem is you'll never be happy in the next season. So you'll be like, oh, I want to go back being single. But now you're married. So now what's worse? Now you might either cheat or get divorced. It's even worse. Mm-hmm. So learn what you need to learn in this mm-hmm. season. And in the, in the generations we're in now, we're so eager to get to the next. God's like, you haven't even let me finish with the now, right? So um, that's the other thing, okay? Having to know, has God released you? That's it. Has God released you from your season of singleness? Have you prayed and say, Lord, are you releasing me? And and be really open for him to say no. If he says no, are you going to be like, oh, sorry, I didn't hear God. That, that's the problem. We pray again like, oh, God, sorry. Did you release me? And he said no. And you're like oh that's the enemy that was the enemy speaking no no god you just say it look look for any sign okay if that yeah. mailman comes and drop it off actually god meant yes like but when god it's says meant to
0: be yeah
1: so ask god like are you releasing me from yeah. this season i'll tell you the that especially those two years when i was single was the greatest times of intimacy with god that has set me up for now mm-hmm. and i look back the moment me and Hannah talk this all the time i if god gave me the choice to go back i'd do it all over again, because that's how much I learned from it. So I also think in 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 the even in the world, not just church, but definitely church, but even in the world, we put such an emphasis on relationships. Mm-hmm. In the Christian world, for obvious reasons, we put uh, emphasis on marriage.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, what I would say is, it's it is only the greatest thing if God has led you there, and it's still not greater than your intimacy with Jesus. Mm-hmm. So I can say again, I say this now because I say it to Hannah all the time. Even mine and Hannah's intimacy—not even just like physical, but just just together—is great, but it is not greater than Jesus. Mm-hmm. So I, we build such a thing on like relationships and love and like having someone to share life, and that's important. Don't get me wrong, because mm-hmm. even in the church we preach about community and all that stuff's important. But again, it is not more important than Jesus. Mm-hmm. So I would say, is if you don't have a relationship with Jesus, why are you trying to get a relationship with someone else? Are you really intimate with God? Because if you're not really intimate with God, why are you trying to try to find a relationship with be intimate with someone wow, else? What is that going to give you? That person will not give you what God can't. Mm. Or even, yeah, what God can't, sorry. And they'll, and actually, what, and the problem is you'll expect so much from that person they will let you down and you'll end up either moving on to the next one and being like, God, you just let me. Trying rejection after point. rejection, yeah. yeah. See, God, no one loves me. No one does this and you don't even love me. And God's like just because I can only fill that void Mm. and you're looking to a man or a woman to fill the void Mm. that only I can.
0: Wow, wow, wow. I really want both of you to sit on this couch so that I can speak to you guys or please do a season in the church about singleness and marriage.
1: Definitely,
0: No, but uh, please, Hannah, please, if you do listen to this, (laughs) can you commit some time for us? Because she's a busy woman. (laughs) She'd be down
1: to, yeah, she works harder than me. She's a busy woman. She works three jobs. Wow. Literally three jobs.
0: Wow. She's a busy woman, but I actually want to talk to um, both of you now because I think it's really good for people that are single or people that maybe are even married or in relationships to get, you know, a different perspective because I feel like quite a lot of what we see now online about relationships are just physical or things of the world and not from a Christian perspective. Yes. So I think this is really good. And me, I'm here for the drama too. Yes. (laughs) I want to know what happened when you guys broke up, when you were attending church together on Sundays. Was Was it awkward? It
1: was so It was very Did you make eye contact? You You (gasps) can't even, we're not even, like the church is a good sized church but not we're not like, thousands of thousands of people where you can hide from oh, each other and both of us are still heavily involved i don't know if you know she's she was the first child born to the lighthouse her parents mm. are heavily involved my parents are pastors of the church yeah. i'm oh, not gonna lie was a cool time it draw. was very very awkward friends certain friends um made certain was like i can't believe certain friends were mad at me her mm. friends which i understand yeah. I can get, yeah because again when 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 god speaks to you and you're not on the other end of that it's they hard to say yeah they don't yeah. get it which is and i get that um, yeah, no. So it was awkward, and it was difficult. And I'm not even gonna lie. I'm not even. I'm not even ashamed to say there are nights where I'd be crying in my bed because I'd be like, God, I don't. A, I miss her a lot. I That's her. my best yeah. friend, lover. But also, I don't get what you're calling me into. And it took time. It was in the waiting. Mm. But I was. I was uh, trusting God, and eventually, God showed the plan, showed everything. And again, I would do it all over again in wow. a heartbeat. I wouldn't even think about it. If, wow. if God said, Hey, just for the sake of it, for fun, we're gonna do. It, I wouldn't even <laughs> think about it just because. That's how much mm-hmm. yeah, it just brought so much. So no, much.
0: do you know what I'm so happy you asked this question now because this is a perfect example of what do you do in that waiting? Yeah. Like you yeah, found so much you trust. more. Yeah.
1: And sometimes you're just yeah. barely clinging on. Yeah. I'm not gonna be like I was like, Yeah, was Jesus, so twenty four yeah. yeah, no, it wasn't. And there were literally there's times we're crying and there's times where um it was difficult. I remember the time where I'd, I'd literally be like, This might help people who are in a season season of waiting. and this is it was. I was literally crying, I was like, God, I don't I don't get it. And what happens, Lord, if like I cannot bear to think being in church if she's with another guy. I was just like, that guy's taking my woman, Abby, but she's not my woman right now. So I'd be, I was like, I gotta I literally was like, and then what happens? And I was like, also, God, what if you bring me someone else? I'm like, I don't really know how that's gonna work, cause she's in the church, and then people are gonna think I messed around, blah blah blah. And I literally was I remember up at night going crazy, 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 crazy. And I remember a story, cause my parents have a crazy story how they got together. I remember my dad told me this, and he was really worried about things too, and God told him this, and it was so good. He said, Alex that's my dad's name tomorrow's problems are locked with tomorrow's grace I've given you grace for today do what I've called you to do today Mm -hmm. and when tomorrow comes grace will be there for tomorrow and that when I remember when I remembered that I remembered oh yeah like what is God calling me to do today rest in him trust in him maybe it's go to church Mm today maybe it's go to the gym today that really helped. But again, there's still times of difficulty. I have people, I'll say this over here Josh Kamalaff, he was a really good friend. I remember there'd be times I'd be like, Bro, I'm literally going crazy. Like, I wanna talk to her right now, or I wanna do this. He's like, Let's go watch a movie, let's go do this. He was a good help. Sam Chand in the church, mm. he was a great help. You like, gotta get friends around you as good well. Friends around good around friends here. who are not gonna be like backtracked, but like, Hey, let's go to like, not judging anyone, but let's go on Tinder, find someone. Like, mm. what, what was the point on going Tinder if then, if you were, if you gave her, like, for God? So, yeah. um, no joke, there. But uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna say how it is. But anyways, you have to have yeah. good friends around yeah. you. So yeah, it's
0: yeah. so good community and just trust in the waiting process. Yes,
1: yeah. But
0: um, yeah. Oh my days! I'm gonna I'm gonna stop it there. Yeah. Because I want to hear Hannah's version.
1: Yes, okay. I want to
0: her hear. Yeah. Like I want to talk to you guys yeah. as a couple. Yeah. Because I feel like um the age range that um we have on the podcast is yeah. that you know between sixteen and thirty okay. where I feel like most of the time people are in that phase of in the waiting. Maybe that's settling down, or maybe that's like what's next for my career and stuff. And this is really, really good. And I want to hear it from a Christian couple. So
1: um not on just in the waiting it that has nothing to do with relationships, but on this on this part. You can use relationship anything. Mm -hmm. It's another story. There's one time where me and Hannah were ordering because again we love food. So if (laughs) if anyone hasn't noticed Food and Trainers. (laughs) Food and trainers, yes. Um we had ordered on it was Uber Eats and she hadn't used Uber Eats but I ordered on it and I've Mm -hmm. used it before. And we ordered whatever it might have been five guys. Let's call it five. I can't remember what it was, but it was five mm. guys. And it was taking like forever and ever. Now I have the app and I've used it before and I can see I could, cause I knew the app and I knew that it was going to come to me. Mm. I could trust that the food was going to be delivered mm. now because she never used the app before. She's like, well, it's taking forever. Is it ever going to come? Like mm. you have to complain and be like, Hey, don't worry. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Here's the thing i realized with God. Often we don't, Not sometimes we do, but we don't always have a problem with what he says. We have a problem when it's going to come. So it's like if God says, hey, I've got a job for you, you're like, okay, cool. I can trust you got a job for me. What we struggle with is when am I going to walk into that job? mm, It's a time. mm, mm. Now with Hannah, it wasn't the fact when we placed the order, she was like, hey, good. I I trust you'll make the order. Mm. It was when is it going to arrive? It's the time. But because I've used the app before, I have history with the app. Yeah. I know if the app put it in, it's going to come. Now, I know sometimes it makes Ron's orders and all that. So this <laughs> analogy doesn't fully work, but I know that it's going to come. come. With God, if you have history with God, if you have an intimacy with him, you know him and you understand him, you know his word says if he speaks it, it will come, come to pass. To come. Now it doesn't say when, so you can't be like God, six months have passed, come on. It might be ten years, but his word says if he says it'll come to pass. So in the waiting, it's important to remember who spoke it. Mm-hmm. If you spoke it, mm-hmm. your the word doesn't say your word will come word, to word, pass. Word, word,
0: word, word, word. It says
1: God's word will come to pass. Wow. So in the waiting, if you have history with God, you can say, God, your word says this, mm-hmm. speak to me, even give me a sign sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. Like but yeah. So yeah.
0: Wow, that's so good. Thank you no so worries. so much for taking the time out to come and see us today i feel like i'm gonna listen to this again and i'm gonna be making notes because I did already <laughs> making notes here already for things to learn but thank you so much no i definitely worries. want to have you and hannah back let's again. let's do it let's do it please 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 hannah please come <laughs> please we need you but please if you want to look at the camera and um you know give out your socials or sure. the house socials yep. that's completely yeah, up to yeah, you yeah 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 yeah
1: I'm not I yeah, I'm not on socials that much but uh Jesse Tom Willis is for Facebook, Instagram, the church is the, um at the Lighthouse MCR so you can find us there, you can find um on our website, so you can find more information about us. But,
0: yeah. Yeah. Thank you thank very you. much. And also to watch this video, um, if you just go on the Stealth channel on YouTube and then obviously just to Joy podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And this was Pastor Jesse. Shout out to Hannah his wife. <laughs> we love you so much. And please follow um, us on Stealth channel on Instagram and also the Just With Joy podcast on Insta as well. And we'll see you on the next episode. Or maybe we'll see you next with Jesse and I. <laughs> we don't know. Thank you. No
1: worries. Thank you mm mm-hmm.